Hello world, this is Zaid Abdurrahim of Soulful Horizons on Sauma HD Radio. I'd like to thank DJ VNet for having me and the whole crew over here at Sauma Radio. And let's get busy and show them what we do, y'all. Here with Zaid Abdurrahim from Soulful Horizons at Sauma HD Radio out of Johannesburg, South Africa. This is so exciting, Zaid. I mean, people want to know the man behind the music. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how did you get started? Hmm, I got started, uh, I came from a very musical background, so I listened to a lot of music coming up. Um, different influences, uh, dance, R&B, soulful, funk, and pretty much thing grew into new wave and rock and roll and heavy metal. Uh, so I took influence pretty much from all different genres and aspects of music just to try and uh, blend it in together because I used to get bored with one particular music after a certain amount of time. I see. Well, that explains the diversity in your sound with Soulful Horizon. Tell us, who is your biggest inspiration? Like, who really influenced you and, and who do you have a lot of respect for in the industry? Uh, that's funny i went through phases coming up so i think uh i remember in junior high going through a prince phase where i actually thought i was prince and my best friend was tricky from the under the cherry moon movie so <laughs> i actually thought i was the man and in uh his music uh and his death and you know the envelope that he could go from one extreme to the other extreme and do it so well really influenced me uh, when I start to think of a single artist uh, that really had an influence on me. So I pretty much put myself in that same type of uh, category of trying to not be a specific genre-driven artist, but be an artist that's able to express himself through his art no matter how he feels at that certain particular time. Got it, got it. Okay, so tell me, what has been the most memorable experience for you to date in your career of producing or being on a party scene or DJing? Um, I would say it's a culmination of a lot of different experiences. Uh, some of the people that I've come across that I used to uh, you know, revere their work and look up to to become peers with them. And also, uh, I'll take a party that I did in Atlanta uh, with Deep Just uh, Aquabeat. And I think that that party was really, um, really a good party for me because at that particular point, I felt that as if in this particular circuit that I have come into my own, um, he had allowed me to actually, you know, be one of the closers of the party and to have a, a good turnout and to able just to find my zone and to do what I do and see the reaction, you know, people crying on the dance floor, et cetera, et cetera, and stuff like that. Uh, I think that was just a, uh, one of my more memorable experiences for me down in Atlanta. Wow, crying on the dance floor. Ugh. So tell us, um, how did you hook up with Sauma HD Radio? How did that come about? Well, it's, it's funny, uh, and, and that's just the fate of God, because 
I got hit up on my WhatsApp by a, a legend, one of the founders of House Music in South Africa, DJ Mbusu, hit me up on um, WhatsApp and was like, hey, will you remix one of my songs? And at first I was like, is this Ambusu, the real one, you know, from Soul Candy? And it turned out to actually be, you know, the man himself. So he hit me up and I wound up doing a remix uh, of a song called Becca Zella for him. And on that song had one of the founders of Salma Radio on it, DJ V-Neck, you know, so big shout out to that brother too. And, you know, V-Neck wound up releasing some other songs on Soulful Horizons Music. Uh, the remix that I did from Abusu was well received, so we just, you know, we started the foundation from that, but it all started from a, a random DM on WhatsApp, and now we're here today working together to try and spread this gospel. That's amazing. I mean, it speaks volumes to how your music is, is reaching um, all over the world, uh, so kudos to you on that. Um, you know, speaking of a lot of music on the scene and, and your music, what would be your advice to up-and-coming DJs that are hitting the scene today? You know, what to do, how to how to influence, how to meet people. What would that? What would you say to them? Um, I would say, well, people that know me know I'm stubborn, and. I've, I like to do things my way. I've been on some Frankie Sinatra stuff, like right out the gate. So my advice to you is that I notice that a lot of people are always looking to be put on, you know. And me, I was always the type that, you know, I'm not looking to be put on. I'm looking to partner. So I'll bring something to the table. I won't come to the table empty-handed, all right. Whether it's at the time where I'm not known, I don't have notoriety, you know what I'm saying? I'll bring, you know, money. I'll bring equipment or whatever the case may be. So, you know, I've always been steadfast in, in making a mark and being a man and standing on your own too. Uh, and finding your own niche. There's 8 billion people in this world, you know what I'm saying? I don't understand why, you know, so many... DJs compete over like the same 200 people, you know, so it's like I can't throw a party because those 200 people are going to your party and I want to share those 200 people like there's 8 billion people and we're in New York City where we have 8 million of those 8 billion. So it's always been my thing where to get out and get your own audience and make your way. Now it takes a little longer, you know, you have to persevere some more, but you know, once you get there, if you look at the bigger names, that's what they did, you know, saying they made their own way. So if you want to try and latch on and piggyback on their back, it's fine. But it's still their crowd that you're piggybacking on until you make your own, you know, fan base. Yeah, no, that's um, that's great advice. I mean, I think when you look at the music scene and the the new DJs and promoters that's that's coming on the scene, you know, I think that's valuable. Um, looking at the scene, you know, where do you think? the scene is headed you know one year from now five years from now you know where are we going um i think that for for the artists that are taking the approach of making your own way creating your own buzz i think the scene is going to you know flourish i think uh i think we're going back into uh, a place where people are looking to 
unite. Whereas there was a there was a time when the scene with all these different genres and stuff was splintering into different little sections. But I think now the need is to actually come back together as one. So I think that the the artists that are are making their way, making their own footholds, are going to you know be the, be the ones to preserve the scene uh, and expand the scene. And those that are staying closed in, you know, not reaching that new horizon so to speak uh, you know eventually you know their scene might not be around but so much longer you know but so i think it's just important to reach all aspects all people uh and that's the uni- the universal feeling of the sound of this house music is that it appeals to everybody you know it's nobody's in pr- in, in specific uh it's it's to be shared you know okay so put you on the spot a little bit in your opinion who's throwing the best parties at the moment who's like what's the scene that you find yourself gravitating to when you're not promoting and making music and djing i think there's um i think once again it goes to personal preference me i like to skip around uh because like i said uh my musical taste varies and I have like musical ADD, so I get bored with one particular sound or one particular uh, movement too much. So I, I like to bounce around and, you know, I'll hit the soulful scene, I'll hit the tech house scene, I'll hit an open format scene. So all the DJs that are, you know, versatile in that way, uh, you know, given different looks, you know, I try and skip around because I, I can't stick with a, uh, any DJ that, that gives one look too much. Uh, just you know after a while you get bored you know the the spice of life is diversity so i I like all of those scenes that you know and if and if no particular dj is doing it then you just go to a different dj you know but everybody's pretty much doing their thing without singling anybody out uh and you know doing it like that i like how you went around my question but it's all good (laughs) it's all good uh so when you're playing out out of all the tunes you have, like which one never fails? Um, one of the songs that I normally can fit into any particular scene is Barthem by Kerry Chandler. Uh, it's it's that's what I, when I say universal appeal of of music or of things that can just everybody dance to. It doesn't matter what to say. It could be tech house, soulful house, whatever. That's just one of those songs that is just universal and it's appeal to everybody. Um, a certain, of course, masters of work, masters uh, at work pieces, um, even, you know, the piece that I've done, Soul Samba, uh, surprisingly, you know, is one of the works that I've done. Uh, that still to this day, you know, gets played a lot. And it's funny when I put it out, I liked it, but you know, you just never know how the people received it. And it was received pretty well, you know? So I know we talked a little bit about Sauma HD, but can you give us a little bit more of the history and your connection with the house music scene in South Africa? Yes, uh, and that's my pleasure. Uh, uh, I think, and one of the other reasons outside of the connection with uh, DJ Mbusu that has really got me, um, you know, uh, making a footprint in in this scene over here is that I support the youth and I support the artists. There's just a lot of great music and a lot of great talent, you know, coming out of this place. 
and you know sometimes they're just not giving the the platform you know and there's like i said one thing that i've always been able to do with my platform whether it's been a party the record label whatever i've been been, been able to share it you know and that's both in the usa if somebody tells me they got a hot dope jam and they want to put it out i'm with helping you put it out if if you just want to learn how to do your your label uh big shout out to nj househead who helped me when i was starting up so you know everybody gets to where they're going to by getting help so you know uh they approach me they send the music is hot and it's cutting edge you know so i i guess from the music that i put out it's attracted a lot of people that are willing to take risk on their sound and have a cutting edge sound. And, you know, since birds of a feather flock together, I take their music and put it with my music and we're able to say, put out something that stands apart from the rest. And so that's been my, you know, just investing in the, the new sound here. Even the, the GOM sound, um, you know, I was the first label internationally to take a, a chance on that sound. Uh, and the Destruction Boys went on to be nominated for a BET award as the best, you know, international act, you know. So, you know, it's just, you know, taking a chance to give these guys a platform and believing in them, you know. A lot of people don't take a chance on new sounds. They want to stay safe. That's not what we're about here. How did you actually hook up with them? I came across the Destruction Boys. Big, out, big shout out to my man Spud Mandla. Gumeri uh, from Problem Child Clothing. Um, I hooked up with this brother and he was managing a few acts. Uh, he believed in my music and it was something that, you know, was a label that he felt his acts would uh, once again fit into because the sound was, you know, on the cusp. You know, I even had my um, my sister-in-law, she said the same thing. She said, Zaid, your, your sound is different it's kind of like house music but it's not like house music you know what i'm saying it's like right there and, and even the way i spin is like you know another big shout out to mark francis from the shelter he says hey you'll play anything because the spectrum of your music you just go from where you want to go to you know what i'm saying like i said i play on how i feel so i hooked up with what spa mandla uh he had a couple of acts we were putting the axe out, creating a little buzz. Then he came across the Destruction Boys. Was like, "What do you feel about these guys?" I said, "I trust your ear, you know, because you, you, you have a. He has a great ear, and he's from the youth in that area, you know. And everything that he's bought me has been hot. So I was like, if you believe in this group, I'm gonna give him a chance. And we just kept putting their music out. Their fan base kept building, and then the next thing you know, they're doing big things now. Uh, we got approached by Empire, you know, the show, uh, to even put one of their singles out. You know what I'm saying? It didn't come to fruition, but maybe next season. Uh, and, you know, it's just been sky's the limits from there, you know? That's amazing. Good luck on that. Uh, so, just kind of changing tracks for a minute. Um, this has been a question that's been out in the circle for a while, and I'm, I'm curious to know your, your thoughts on it. Um, what's your opinion regarding the difference between old school DJing where everything was restricted to vinyl and modern DJing? Um, I think that in doing any skill, um, and when you learn any kind of science or anything like that, you always have to learn the history behind that science. 
So if you want to be truly good at your skill, then what you'll do is you'll do your homework and you'll do the history behind it and you'll respect the methodologies that came that led up to the current technology that you're using. Uh, my personal experience as a DJ uh, playing at venues is that you never want to restrict yourself to any specific method because every booth and every territory has their own methods of, of playing that music. And you as a DJ, you should be skillful enough in all these different mythologies in order to touch the people. You know, there's been times when you get to uh, a venue and they don't have CDJs, they only have Serato. Or you get to one, they don't have Serato, they only have turntables. Or they don't have this, they only have whatever they have. You need to be able to play, you know, if you're going to be a true artist, in my opinion. You know, so in being true to the art, I've studied all those ways to play and I respect them all. And like I said, you study your history and I let you know where you're going and, and you build off of that. So I, I don't, I don't, I'm not a team of either which one. I think as a DJ, a skilled DJ, you should be versed in all ways to play music, you know, and the ways are going to come. Who knows? We're going to be doing some Star Trek stuff in the future, you know, so you're going to have to learn that too. So that's how I feel about that. Um, so, speaking about your playing, like when you are about to play at an event, um, do you, is it a pre-planned set for you? Do you pre-plan and you just already know exactly what you're going to do? Um, the pre-planning usually comes when I'm sitting in the booth or, because before I play, I usually dance. And I'm on the dance floor with the people. So everybody that knows me knows that I like to dance and get sweaty even before I play, after I play, or during I'm playing. So my pre-planning, because when I'm out on that floor and I can catch the vibe of the people from looking at what they're responding to, looking at what the crowd is made up of, looking at how they respond to certain things. Um, if I'm given that opportunity, sometimes I'm opening, so... I have to do that by playing certain music and see how they respond to certain types of the music that I'm playing. And then I, once I find them, then I can take them where I want to take them to. But if I'm not opening, then I, I'll just uh, mingle with them and see how they respond. So the pre-planning comes more from feeling the vibe of the crowd than it does saying that I'm definitely going to play these songs because I, I'm not restricted and saying I'm going to definitely play any songs, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I may have some secret weapons that I know that are just going to, you know, do the trick, you know, but other than that, it's more of the vibe of the crowd. It's funny you say that because uh, I don't know if you know this, but you've been referred to the dancing DJ by quite a few people because of your energy uh, on the dance floor before and after actually your set. Did you know that, that that's been a, a, a name for you? Yeah, matter of fact, I was just called the dancing DJ at the last Mix Mag joint that I went to. I was over there dancing with uh, Vanessa uh, Cooper and Ray Vasquez, and Vanessa said, oh, you the dancing DJ. I was like, yeah, well, you know, that's why I put it in my bio that, you know, a lot of my my reason to connect is as a dancer, I think the advantage I have is I know that what, what moves me to dance a certain way, what gives me that oomph. Uh, to really let loose on the floor and then I'm able to pick those songs that gave me that feeling and that vibe, you know, but yeah, I've been referred to that. And big, big shout out to the other dancing DJ, Dancing Eddie, 
who gets down. You know, he's also known as the dancing DJ in New York City. Very cool. Um, so, what was Soulful Horizons' music influence on GOM music? Um, I think our major influence is, like I said, we have put out one of the hottest uh, groups uh, and helped them get to where they're at right now. Also, we were responsible for putting out the first international GOM uh, compilation. Uh, which was put together by Spot Mandla again, uh, Gumeti. Uh, he gave me the songs. Uh, I trusted the songs, listened to them. They sounded hot to me, and we put it out. Uh, that EP did excellent um, as far as just being the first. And then after that, it just started coming left and right. Uh, matter of fact, they were re-releasing songs that we were putting out uh, after they saw that we were, um, you know, other other companies uh trying to re-release songs that we had put out because they saw that we were causing a, a major storm in that music I, I guess you know so to speak so now it's all over the place but our major influence was was being the first so like i said we were willing to take a chance when other international labels were like not willing to take the chance they didn't see the value in the music there was a time even in south africa they didn't see the value in that music they called it uh it was just durban dance music that's just durban dance music that's just that's just their music now it's all over the world you know so staying with that for a minute you know what other subgenre do you think doesn't get the attention it deserves um i I think there's a lot of subgenres that don't uh, get the attention it deserves. I mean, and once again, that goes to uh, mainly speaks to um, people just not having the courage to promote it. You know, there's the genres that are established, and then you have the subgenres that are not established because the big DJs, the quote unquote big DJs, don't play it. You know, but what we want to do is, you know, and and once again, as far as these subgenres and stuff like that, I don't see I don't see genres when I play. So it's hard for me to pinpoint and say which subgenre is this, that, and the other because I just play music, and the music that moves the people is what I go into. If you stick to a genre or a subgenre, I think you restrict yourself too much, and you miss a lot of great music that's out there. I was just speaking to that with another DJ in Brooklyn. He was just like. Those that are restricted are missing so much valuable music that have great effect on the dance floor that it's ridiculous, you know, if you restrict yourself. Say, I'm just going to be Soulful House and that's it. There's tech house that sounds soulful, even more soulful than some of the Soulful House that's out there, you know? So as we come down to a close, um, I'm sure people want to know a little bit more about Zade the person. What do you do outside of the dance scene when you're uh when you just want to relax and chill out what are those things you do that make your heart smile um uh, i guess like everybody else i'm playing Fortnite now and <laughs> i like i like to play uh xbox uh you know i like to work out you know sleep things like that you know simple things on the other side i'm human i i, I think Recently, I've been able to uh, spend time with family. I like to, I found a balance just recently, you know, and that balance has slowed up some of my production because there's one time when I was just knocking stuff out, knocking stuff out, but then everything else outside of that music 
you know, in my life wasn't, you know, wasn't, was falling to pieces, so to speak. So what I did, you know, coming back and what is why I took a little hiatus was to find a balance so that way I can have everything in order. Because I think life is all about balance. And say, people say music is everything and it, it's a lot, you know what I'm saying? But let's not get away from, you know what I'm saying? It's not everything, you know what I'm saying? Your kids, your wife loved ones your spouse your parents and stuff like that you know they all deserve some attention too so i just try and be more balanced now you know balance is important it is important so before we wrap up where can people find your music because i know people just want to know where can we hear zaid abdul rahim soulful horizons where should they look um, on every digital media outlet, you know, on iTunes, Track Source, Beatport, uh, you could just, at this point, you could just put in Zayd Abdur, Human Soul Full Horizons, and a bunch of different options will pop up for you to get it there. You can check our website, www.soulfulhorizons.com. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at Soulful Horizons. Hit me on Instagram, uh, Soulful Horizons also. Uh, Facebook, um, and, and just email me. We'll get back to you one way or the other. If you can't find what you're looking for, uh, we'll take care of you. And I thank you for the interview. There you have it, Zaid Abdul Rahim, Soulful Horizons. Uh, thank you for your time. And uh, I can't wait to go look you up now and get some music. Have a good one. You're listening to Zayd Abdurrahim of Soulful Horizons on Saouma HD Radio, South Africa. Sweet.
Waiting here, yearning for 
Oh, my God. 
Thank you.